0: Hey everyone, you're listening to PR Hangover, a bi-weekly PR recap and talk show brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter and hosted by me, Callie Darcy. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the show. Awesome. So why don't you go ahead and tell us who you are and kind of where you're from.
1: Um, My name is Rob McCarty and I'm the managing partner for The Image Shop. And I've been there for 13 years uh, and really have a lot of fun working with lots of creatives.
0: Yeah. You mentioned last night that um, you yourself are not the hands-on creative. So are you more just like the ideas guy or?
1: I mean, I'm a project leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, mean, I have my hands in mm-hmm. projects. Right. Am I the ideation person? No. Um, I'm usually the one that works with the client to think through on the client-customer side. What is it that we're working towards? What are the goals we're trying to establish? What are we trying to get out of what we're working on? And then steer and lead Mm -hmm. um, our side, and in some cases, their side, um, on on, on getting it to completion. Uh, But, yeah. I mean, everybody, I think in a creative agency... Everybody has ideas. Everybody right. has good ideas, uh, and it just really depends on what you're working on, and what the ideas are. But correct as last night, I, I don't design. I don't write. Um, when I write something, three people probably touch it before <laughs> anybody else ever sees it.
0: <laughs> so, how did you kind of get into that role?
1: Um, you know, I was doing uh, projects originally for Karen, who's our creative director and president. Mm-hmm. Um, I was running projects for her and just kind of took off from there, lots of relationships. And so, you know, I do manage a lot of relationships and work with lots of different people. So the role just kind of evolved for me out of a start of running a finance and, and relationships, like being a front front end of a, a designer. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up in that role.
0: Did you go to school for something like this or for financing or?
1: No, my first degree is actually, my degree from Grand Valley um, is in SOC mm-hmm. and my the time trying to think of what we call it emphasis yeah I had emphasis work and security administration so I was director of camp safety at Aquinas um for a couple years but when I was at Aquinas I was able to take classes at Aquinas um and so I I did uh, marketing uh and business while I was at Aquinas for two years almost three years okay and so I picked up a lot of what I do now at least from that trade side understand project management brand development um that kind of work out of Aquinas.
0: Yeah, I feel like people often just kind of fall into branding, because it's like we mentioned, it's not it's not taught, there's no classing or degree in branding, yep. um, so I, I feel like people often just kind of fall into it. Do you think that that's kind of what happened?
1: Yeah, for me, and I mean, you see in our industry, you see people from a you know, diverse array of backgrounds from, um, from the creative side, obviously you see lots of people in the creative side that are in those roles. But you also see people that are in like, whether it's tactical, strategic, project, um, also all involved. And that's kind of, you know, last night, that's a little bit of where where we're, we're thinking, putting this together is just, in lots of cases, unfortunately, people believe that whatever their task is, is what branding is. Yeah, And they get very, maybe too territorial over that. And the reality is, it really is a lot of different things Branding that make up the brand. Yeah, um, and I, you know, I think we had a great discussion about that last
0: night. Yeah, I think so too. I, I attended the brand summit, um, and I, I think it it exceeded my expectation, which is good. Um, I'm kind of a low expectations person, <laughs> um, but also there was I didn't I was nervous about it, um, and I, you know, just it was something that seemed like it could be kind of off putting if I like if I didn't get the brief, or if I wasn't feeling creative, or, you know, something, it kind of makes you double-think, but the way that it was put together was really great, and the way that the panel discussed and told stories, and was able to kind of, you know, share different perspectives from, like, 616 Development, and 834, and the Image Shop, and, you know, so many other places that are are different, but branding happens at all of them, which I think is really interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, anything that's an organization or a business... I mean, brand happens. Yeah. You know, good or bad, um, it happens. And, and so obviously we're on the side of helping it happen well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, but that's the reality. And there are, are lots of things in our world that we can't control that are brand related. Um, so the longer you're in this, this field, the more you know, the more there is to touch, mm-hmm. um, the more there is to analyze, the more there is to steer um, because it, it literally gets into all layers um, of what a business is.
0: Yeah. I know that we've also talked about kind of how you can't just right out of college jump into branding and kind of take some knowing of different brands and companies and and kind of, you know, I think we talked about like due diligence and trying to, you know, kind of get that in. Do you think there's a way to do that? Maybe like, how do you think people can go about getting their due diligence?
1: Well, I mean, you're, you know, when you're at school and there's lots of things that touch on branding so I, it, I don't think it's impossible to come out and be in branding I mean reality again is that almost every role that's inside of an agency or, or if you're in a marketing department mm-hmm. you're probably going to be touching branding mm-hmm. so um, it's not like I'm doing public relations and I don't do branding, yes you do yeah. <laughs> I'm in design, yes you do I'm a project manager. Yes, you do. Because it's all of it. Everybody touches it, mm-hmm. and everybody's around it. So it's that's the thing that I think people get lost with, is it is such a big idea. Mm-hmm. Because it's you're creating personalities, um, the, the way that, that promise that we talked about last night, you're creating this around that idea, and then and, and finding ways to project that outward. Um, and getting people to relate to it, finding your audience, and relating to your audience where it's at. So I think everybody who's inside of the field, um, everybody touches it mm-hmm. as a part of it. So it's maybe a little less daunting. It's just that we don't necessarily talk about it as what it is. Yeah. Um, it's the big. It's the big picture. It'd be awesome if people came out of their you know undergrad and had a really solid handle on what brand and branding is. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like there's also, it could also just be seen as storytelling, being able to create a character or a personality and then get the point across in a way that people care about, right?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's, a, again, that's like a, it's a big part of it. And when you think about that storytelling, I mean, that storytelling is done in so many ways, yeah, right? And then beyond that, so it's done with creative, right? It's, it's visual, um, it's that unwritten idea, that you can take out of an image, out of uh, the right color schemes, out of the right fonts, out of the right language, voice, uh, and so you can stream that all the way through. But um, even as we were talking offline after last night, I was with um, Jenna afterwards, Jenna Morton from Six One Six, and we were we are talking about it. You know, I mean, it's down to how people answer phones and um, how customer service happens after you've made the promise. I mean, you. Are you following through, and is the product following through, and are the people around it following through? Uh, it, that all builds up and matters. So um, it's something we just have to continually think about and, and kind of focus on.
0: Yeah, I, that does make a lot of sense, actually. when I feel like I, I as a student who is still learning, thought branding was just the team that put together the campaign. Whereas I, when you think about it in, in terms of it's, it's, it's the customer service. It's the face of everything. It's the, whole, the whole company is the brand and everyone else – everyone in it is doing branding in every single part of their job.
1: I, I mean it's very easy to think about it and nothing specific. But if you think of a product that you, you, know, you see a product on a shelf and it's got a great story and visual and has that story is like we're the best, this is the best. Whatever that message is that comes through to you and you take that product and you get it home and it's not the best – there's a breakdown mm-hmm. right away. And that breakdown may be because the marketers and the people working on branding went too far, because the, the company behind the product actually isn't looking to provide the best, but they want to say they're providing the best. I mean, there's all these little places where those things can fall apart. So again, you think about the stream through transparency, how do you really tell the real authentic story of what it is? Um, that's where the real magic happens. It's when you're able to do that and it's real. It's not just a. It's not just a made up story. It's yeah. not just a made up creative. It's not just cool. A cool logo. <laughs> it's not you know. It's real mm-hmm. and it's authentic. That's when you see great companies happen. And I really believe in lots of cases outside of finance, the brand is like. And sometimes finance comes after. Yeah. The great brand. Um. A, a, I think a great example would be uh, an organization like Zingerman's. Mm, mm-hmm you are talking like the brand expresses itself in so many ways to so many people about so many things. And when, when those guys started, um, they didn't, they were not doing that well financially, <laughs> but they had this underpinning belief about providing this great, awesome, unbelievable sandwich and deli experience. Yeah. And they just focused on that and they delivered that and people started believing in that. And, um, you know, years down the road, they're one of the probably one of the number one small businesses in the world. Yeah, um, and they're amazing. I mean, what they do with their brand is amazing. Yeah, and and their sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> right. And that's that's it though. If you went there and they didn't have great sandwiches, it would all fall apart really fast.
0: Yeah, that makes sense as to why every brand doesn't say we're the best. Otherwise, what an easy job we would have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So more so this the brand summit did did it go how you expected or were there were expectations met or like what what do you think like how was your perception of what happened at brand summit
1: i feel like it went really well you know my i don't even know if i had a whole lot of expectations yeah it's something new frank and i started kicking this around in july and august maybe that it was like wow you know this is a gap um but i think what I felt where that great outcome for me was is that afterwards there were many students that came up and took the time to say, well, thank you, I've never thought about this, I'm so excited, I feel like maybe I know a little bit more about this career path I'm on now and I want to learn more about this. You don't always get that um, when you do uh, presentations or group think or any of that kind of stuff, so. mm-hmm. I felt like that outcome, so many students and you could see that, like the expression on people's faces and people want to take pictures. I mean, if we, I think collectively as a group, if we are able to have an impact and help people figure things out, know that there's ways and gateways and opportunities out there, then I mean, that's all we can hope for out of something like that.
0: Yeah. Do you think that you gain stuff like something from this, like from working with students and, and, I mean, teaching is, you know, everyone feels good when you can have people come up and say, I learned something, but do you think that you gain anything from doing things like this?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, at, at different times, I mean, again, this is not my first rodeo. Right. Course, there are times, um, and maybe it's years or, or segments of time in the student population where people aren't as excited or, I mean, this looks like a really, like, Group was very much were a lot of go-getters or a lot of creative people there were a lot of excited people and a lot of really great energy I mean you know we took one case and I felt like every group had its everybody was nailing down on the same things but everybody had a unique way to position it and present it Uh, and I think you know they were good you know for for the amount of time that we had to work that was great stuff that just kicking around like kicking the can around yeah so I think that was really um, that was great to see, and it was fun to be a part of because, you know, we we need as as business owners and agency owners and you know folks working in corporate, we all need to know what's coming next and the groups that we're going to be working with and um, w- what we're looking at is talent, and I think that was uh, that was great to see that we've got some really awesome talent coming our way.
0: Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it's funny because that group was a lot of go-getters like as as a student to student when I see I'm like oh of course these people are here like these are all the people who come to these things and and no offense to our APR program sometimes the speakers um are for extra credit from classes you know teachers I mean you want people to go and it's for their benefit but it's really hard to get people to do things that they don't maybe necessarily especially we're an instant gratification generation so if we don't see the immediate you know kind of what's in it for us it could be kind of hard for people to want to go to do something unless they have that internal motivation um and this one was not for extra credit this is something that and I'm glad and I know that my one of my classes was like well why isn't extra credit and I was like because you should want to go do this first of all and you're using the time of professionals who are going to work with you they can't just be anyone off the street if you don't actually want to be there and I think that was really motivating I think to see who else was around and um, I'm a little bit competitive in life, and um, it was really interesting to kind of see like all the other smart ideas, and kind of be like, "Dang, like we do have a, a great program here and great people who just really are smart." Like the ideas that came out, I was like, "There's one about like getting moms involved," and I was like, "Dang, like that's a good idea." Like we went with like relationships, so it's just like I loved, like you said, seeing the the different, all this, the same things addressed but in totally different ways.
1: That's really, it's really fun to see that. There was one other thing that I, I took away from that um, that I think is really important and I think um, at times in Grand Rapids we're, we're trying to become more mindful of it um, but not mindful enough. We had probably, from all the presentations I've done on campus over the years, and I've done quite a few, um, that was probably the most diverse group of mm-hmm. students I've ever seen. Wow. And I was very <laughs> excited to see like the diversity in the group. Um, you don't always get that and I thought I was, was really pleased that um, we saw that in that group, and I think that's something we all should be working towards um, from our side of it, um, but also from, from the school side of it, from the students. Yeah. Because um, there's a lot. Of, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity um, inside of this field uh, for people, so it was exciting to see that.
0: Yeah, I I think that, and I, I do attribute that to being who are the go getters and who are the people who are willing to make themselves stand out. And and do something extra, and I, I always think about that like what what are pe- what should we be doing that's extra? And everyone you know, people are always like, well, how do you, like how do you know what's how do you know what to be doing? How do you know it's gonna look good? And it's like you just go to these things and you hope for the best, and you and you just go to things. Maybe it's a bust, and maybe it's you didn't. Maybe you gain some things, but you didn't meet anybody, or you you realize that's not what you want to do. Everything is gaining something. Yes. So you know, just doing. Extra like, And it's not even that extra. It was very fun. Like, I had a blast. I had a lot of fun doing it. So it could have been a lot worse. Right. Um, and I just feel like there's, like, that's, it's not something I'm i going to directly put on my resume. Because how can you? Just I did this workshop. But, you know, it's something to bring up in, a, in an interview. Like, oh, I did this. I met all these people. And I did all these things. And I can tell you right now my pitch. Like, it's burned in my brain, I'm sure, just from presenting it. So I, I feel like that was kind of hopefully one of the takeaways you guys intended or maybe unintentionally intended, but I I think that's what a lot of people got from it.
1: Well, it's a it's a story opportunity, and that's you know that's going to become hopefully a part of your brand.
0: Yeah, so. I hope so, and I think what I also like seeing is is the people who are the all the students that were there. You could see all of their brands, all of their personal brands, just like like a light you could see them coming off of them and i was like that's that makes sense (laughs) that they're all here (laughs) because because they they know that they have a brand and they're trying to definitely utilize it right on but yeah so um so not a lot of expectations which is fine but was anything kind of maybe shocking or the most interesting to you other i mean we have diversity but was there anything maybe that like if you would do it again was there something that you'd want to like maybe touch more on or or focus more on
1: um, You know, I, I don't know, because when you have a first event like that and it goes really well, I mean, we could have done things a lot differently right. and not gotten to where we did. Yeah. And this wouldn't be so fun. This interview wouldn't be so fun. <laughs> and it would be like, oh, no, i got to talk to that Rob guy. And he was so boring in <laughs> 45 minutes. So I, so I do think that, there, you know, what what I change? I don't know that I would mess with it a whole lot. I I can tell you that going into it, I remember saying to Frank, like, really, what are we going to accomplish in 15 or 20 minutes? Mm -hmm. So um, I was skeptical about that, um, but that even worked out. So I think that um, I I don't know that I would change a whole lot, Uh, and I almost wish we had more time. For those questions that everybody was asking, because I think that's really important for us to be able to address those kind of questions. And obviously, we didn't have enough time to do that. So, you know, maybe if we had an extra half hour or whatever, so that everybody, all the tables could get their questions out and that we could, you know, help on that front even Mm -hmm. more than we did. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, we answered. lot of questions, but there was probably a lot more. So if we had more time to do that, maybe that'd be the only thing I'd
0: look at. Yeah. Well, I think you're always going to have questions, (laughs) especially from a group like that. I think those could go on. That could be a whole session in itself. Um, I do think though, that that would be a good opportunity for anyone listening. If they still have questions to maybe reach out to you guys, send, send you an email, you know, reconnect, say, Hey, you didn't get to my question, but I'd love to do something. Like I'd love to ask you this question or get coffee or something.
1: Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, again, I think most of the people that you saw in that group well everybody i know everybody who was in that group last night that came um outside of jb who I haven't uh, met him before but mm-hmm. um everybody else i either work with or i know um, from the marketing scene brand marketing scene here in town and i just think everybody's really want everybody really wants to support students you know and their career path and get to the right place and so i think that um that we, we all spend time trying to help people, uh, whether that is, like you said, whether that's having coffee and talking through what the next career step might be or opportunity, uh, just down to simple emails that, you know, maybe point in direction or, or help somebody clarify something. I mean, we, you know, we're sounding words like that. And then uh, the obvious side of we're also really busy. So right. <laughs> if, if somebody does reach out to us, just know if you don't get a response immediately, We'll respond almost <laughs> assuredly, but you may not get it back in 15 minutes. Right.
0: <laughs> I think we definitely are learning that with professors now. So I, luckily that's not um, an art that most people are used to, but I don't help that I answer emails so quickly. <laughs> um, but um, do you have any kind of maybe like parting advice for students who – I'm a senior, so maybe someone who like me is trying to get in the work field now or or is trying to maybe – work around Grand Rapids or just get into advertising and, or possibly branding you know any advice in that sense
1: um, that's a great question I mean it's obviously what we just talked about a little bit and, and last night I think uh, Frank was really thoughtful and he usually is talking about what you need to think about doing which is need to think about finding companies um, that you can align with that meet your you know your personal goals that have a story that you think is interesting and awesome, support the things that you believe in, um, and try to try to find ways to align with those organizations. The reality is if you really do sync up and vibe with an organization like that, there's a good chance you're gonna get some kind of opportunity. Mm-hmm. That might not be a job, that might be an internship, that might be job shadowing, that might be many different things, but um, I think doing that research on the front side and actually trying to figure out who the right fit is for you so when you get there they can feel that fit yeah um it's really important yeah you can schlep out tons of resumes and tons of requests we get them every year yeah right? and um and a lot of times it's real it's very easy to see like who fits and who doesn't and every agency has its own vibe um agencies small to mid-sized agencies tend to be Pretty loose, but they're, but they're you know they have their own identity. They've got their own brand, and they behave certain ways. And so, as you look through the agencies in Michigan and West Michigan and Chicago, you're going to see all kinds of different opportunities. And it's just who who do you fit with the best? Yeah, and try to nail down those top ten or whatever that number is, and really pursue those and let them know why you're a great fit um, in their world. Um, the things that you care about and believe in that they support. Uh, You never know that that may be the thing uh, that really says, oh, you know what, for me, for Rob, if I had 50 candidates and uh, one has done something around B Corp, they've got, they probably already get points from me. Yeah. um, Because it's a big deal to us. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's just one thing. Yeah. But to come in and and have that be a, a marker, like, I know what that is, I've researched it, I really believe in that, mm-hmm. I'm very excited in an interview or whatever it might be, like, tell me more. That goes a lot farther than somebody that's like, oh, I saw that B Corp thing, and I don't really know what that is. Like, okay, then that's really interesting, why are you here? Yeah,
0: good good input, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that does, so doing your research, really.
1: Very important.
0: Yeah, wow, that's that's really good advice, <laughs> especially for going in and just kind of hoping, you know, that that you vibe without knowing what you should be vibing with.
1: Right on. It happens all the time. I mean, and I don't know, I don't know why, but it just it does. And I think a lot of times people get into that pressure situation where it's I need to find a job and yeah. I'm on my own. <laughs> and I got to take care of this, and I totally understand that. But I, I think you get a lot farther, a lot faster by being intentional on the way in um, and knowing where you want to be.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, you're just constantly looking for a new job, and then you're not focusing on the job you're actually doing and that you have. And so, I feel like that's kind of a downward spiral. So you could just sure avoid can. it all. Sure can be. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's the worst case scenario, but um, you could just probably avoid a lot of that by just researching and knowing knowing your audience, right?
1: Yep. Spending time out in the community, getting to, getting to know you know, if you're not from Grand Rapids and you want to work in Grand Rapids, don't just hang out at Grand Valley. Yeah. (laughs) Hang out in Grand Rapids because it is a bigger community than just Grand Valley. I mean, that took me a long time to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, was it, you know, Grand Valley, then I was at Aquinas. And the reality is I was in both of those communities when I got into the city and actually left the the college community. I was like, where am I?
0: (laughs) You're like, I've been here, but I don't know what this is.
1: No idea (laughs) what's going on in this town, but I'm staying here. So I better figure it out fast. Yeah. Um, and it's, a, it's awesome. I mean, it's a it's great community, so I'm real happy I'm here. But everybody's going to have to take that risk at some point if they want to, you know, work in this field here.
0: Yeah, it's just some courage and do your research and be courageous.
1: Indeed.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Um, so the Image Shop. Do you guys ever take any sort of applications or interns?
1: I take interns usually on an annual basis. So we'll do the you know summer internship mm-hmm. uh, routine. I like to call it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we usually uh, we see interns. Uh, we get applications and resumes all the time. Um, we hire when we have to. Yep. Um, But definitely, if people are interested, they can send us their information, and they should probably do their homework first. Yeah. Not not for everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But we definitely, we're always interested, and there's always opportunities. And even at times, you know, if we don't have opportunities, sometimes other agencies are asking us if we've seen any talent, or and it's always helpful to have that, like, oh, I've got these resumes. Um, We all do talk, so... Yeah,
0: it's a it's a big small city. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's a big city, but the industry has a lot of overlaps.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's lots of agencies, and there's lots of lots of us who work for businesses in the community, mm-hmm. and those people look for people to work in partnership with us. They look, you know, they look for internal assets, and um, we have placed probably more people than not. So
0: yeah, well, that's it's good to know. Networking goes a long way, especially here.
1: Absolutely. absolutely.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. You bet.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: No problem. Thanks for listening to PR Hangover. If you want more PR news like this, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GV underscore PRSSA. Talk to you soon.